Welcome to the Lions Made Podcast, episode 38, with Coach Kendall Green. That's Coach with a K, as he always says. So you can find him at Coach with a K Green on the Instagrams and also on the tweet machine if you prefer to do your nonsense over there, just depending on what you like, you know. And we are talking today about strength and conditioning myths. So SNC myths, uh, things that we have spread as maybe a little bit of misinformation because you know that's everywhere these days, maybe a little bit of SNC fake news, just things that have been shared that maybe are partially correct or not entirely correct or not at all correct, but they sounded good when we said them and they maybe they made sense at one time or the research was that way at one time and they're just not anymore. So we are going to blast through some SNC myths that maybe you've heard as an athlete or maybe you've heard as a practitioner and give you the truth and break it down. And Coach K has some great, hilarious stories, and we're going to swap some stories in this episode. So it's an adventure, and I'm glad you're here to join us. So let's get it popping. Coach Kendall, I'm so excited to have you on here. I have wanted to have you on here to talk about this specific thing for a while because your voice on Twitter is one of the ones I respect the most, especially when we're talking about training athletes, when we're talking about setting the record straight, what is good information, what is bad information, and I can't wait to get into this with you. So thank you so much for coming. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Please introduce yourself. Where can people find you? What do you do? Yes, uh, Kendall Green. Um, I am the owner and strength conditioning coach at Green Roots Performance and Wellness in Williamsburg, Virginia. I'm also the strength conditioning coach for the football team at Bruton High School in Williamsburg, Virginia. Um, you can find me on Twitter at CoachGreen27, coach with a K, because my name is Kendall. That starts with a K. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find me on Instagram at CoachGreen, spelled the same way, CoachGreen with a K underscore word and you've been in this industry now for 10 years and you got here by playing sports right uh, we could call it 10 years i'd say i'll put closer to six i'll play okay. i'll say six legitimate years i've been doing this okay um but yeah yeah i did get here playing uh playing sports do you play sports anymore or are you just i don't currently <laughs> <laughs> i don't currently i do want to i've been trying to uh, get into Olympic weightlifting competitively. Mm -hmm. um, but with the schedule I have being a, the only person working at my facility, um, as well as being the football coach, I haven't necessarily have the time to put into it. Because I know competitively, you know, you got to put the time in or you're kind of just wasting your time. Um, so I haven't had the time yet. But with the coronavirus, and it kind of sounds bad, coronavirus kind of helped me out as far as the time goes, because I can kind of redistribute where I'm putting my my training at during the day and can get in multiple sessions things like that yeah um, time to lift currently. and time to be in pain and <laughs> <laughs> exactly and that was one of the main things I just wasn't because all my time was taken up I didn't have the time to recover and all of that so I was had a few injuries over the last couple of years um that I had to deal with but we're getting there eventually getting there slow and steady progress we know in essence what it's about absolutely. absolutely so we're here to talk about strength and conditioning myths <laughs> Yeah. And our we athletes are. love to consume <laughs> behind yeah. our backs and in our face. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. 
So do you have anything off the top of your head where your athletes have said some like, ridiculous stuff to you and you're like, I can't believe you have the balls to say that to me <laughs> in my face. Yeah. How could you disrespect me like this? <laughs> yeah. One, one that I can, um, can think of and, and probably relate to with a lot of people is the notion that doing extra, um, is going to help somehow. Um, or the, the more is better mantra. Um, I have a lot of, not, I don't want to say a lot. I have a few that I train either at my private facility or at the public school. Um, they might come up to me after a weekend or something like that and say, yeah, I went to, to the Y and did a bench press workout. I'm like, but we, we just benched Friday. So why, you know, one of those, one of those things. So, um, the, the whole idea that more is better, um, is, it's kind of ridiculous obviously you know you want to do you know a little extra uh regeneration or a little extra uh recovery work or you know dial in your nutrition or sleep more that's always good more is better um but as far as you know the physical abuse essentially that you're putting your body through more is not ever going to help you um I, i know a lot of a lot of coaches now are on the whole better is better movement um that, that's really what it is you know if you're not you know physically getting better if you're not uh moving the dial a little bit if it's staying still for too long you're not getting better um if it's going up and going back down you could be getting better but chances are you're probably not um so you know just focus more on the nutrition piece the rest piece which are two best you know supplements and i work with a lot of uh Primarily, I work with high school guys right now, um, especially at the public school. This is a football team, so it's primarily guys. So they like to bring in their protein shakes or creatine or whatever they're trying to do. I'm like, maybe maybe just eat your vegetables and yeah. a piece of chicken and go to sleep before 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you and don't you need might, to become a might... chemist in your drink. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then even if you are, maybe wash the bottle out. Maybe. Oh my God. Especially if you use milk, man. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, look, one of the it's... best stories I have is somebody that I, I could not convince that he didn't need to take creatine in his coffee. Six minutes into a session. And I'm telling you, <laughs> when he came out of the bathroom 10 minutes later, I just looked at him like, you're done. Just go home. Wow. <laughs> you in good? Coffee? Creatine never, in coffee. I've never heard that concoction before. That's insane. Well, he forgot to bring his protein shake. So he's like, I got to put it in somewhere. It's like, man, it's six o'clock in the morning and you're about to get in the pool. This is disgusting. <laughs> like, and now, now you got the Rhea, so you just need to go home. <laughs> so don't become a chemist. Just yeah, you're your fully dehydrated sleep. now. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. To not get in this water, just shit in my pool. Nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other piece, I guess, that would go with that, or another myth or whatever you want to call it that goes with that, is that um, um, lifting heavy all the time uh is beneficial um or that lifting heavy is detrimental um the extremes are weird yeah yeah, right yeah like there's there's always there's always a sweet spot right in the middle somewhere um just a matter of balancing it um and i do hear a lot of coaches like like you said in the email a lot of coaches that say i never seen uh i never seen a bar on the field or something (laughs) ridiculous like well of course you haven't seen a bar on the field because it's it's a field and this is where sports take place. So, 
you know, and it, I guess this could apply for coaches and players. Like lifting heavy isn't going to completely destroy you unless mm-hmm. you do it, you know, with poor poor mechanics or technique um, or unless the, the program is off as far as the volume goes, uh, volume and intensity, that is. Um, yeah. Those are really the only ways, you know, higher intensity lifting is going to destroy you. Um, you know, just the programming frequency, intensity, volume, and then, you know, just working on your speed is always a good balance to, to cut it for the lack of a better term. Um, and it's when amazing I say how cut the basics out, always work. Like it's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. <laughs> Who would have thought the foundational concepts yeah. always apply? Wow. Right. Right. Like you don't have soccer practice in the weight room. So we shouldn't expect to see that happening uh, the same way you wouldn't expect to see a bar on the field. Um, yeah. Erica Suter was hilarious today on Twitter. She was like, she posted about the same thing. She said, um, I hear pretty often you don't see weights on the field. Yeah. Well, do you eat on the field? Do you sleep on the field? Or do you right. do it yeah. back end work? You just play in soccer all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Exactly. So, the back so, end work that counts. Yeah. So the, the coaches or athletes or parents uh, that have that, that mindset about, um, you know, you don't see weights on the field or you don't want to get too strong and bulky. Like you guys do an experiment to just stop lifting weights and then see how your performance goes. Not saying obviously that your, your weight training program is the answer to all of your problems, but it's definitely a piece of the puzzle. Um, and without it, especially this day and age when, you know, athletes are, are getting more and more physical um, mm-hmm. and the, the potential for, for everyone is going up. And I see all these videos all the time on Twitter of these like 11 and 12 year old football players that are bigger than me. So <laughs> like, <so> yeah. <laughs> like what's happening right now? But they're apparently they're legitimately like kids still. Um, so, you know, if you're putting, you know, a freshman against a freshman, but there's a 150 pound weight difference, Mm-hmm. you know weights might help a little bit um yeah. and that's not to say again going to the other extreme, other extreme like lift every day of the week because then that's when your your performance will start to deteriorate um and not just your performance but your your body as well um, yeah like if you're a football player you're not training like a power lifter like, right yeah there's yeah, a balance yeah. and that, that's one thing i don't um and not to get into because i know this is what this is about but um I've had a couple of conversations about um, different progressions and exercises I use in my training. And mm-hmm. I don't deadlift any of my athletes unless it's a mm-hmm. hex bar deadlift. And it's very, very rare that we'll do hex bar deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't personally um, see the benefit for the athletes I train. Cause most of the athletes I train either have to run really fast mm-hmm. or they have to jump really high um, or, 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 you know, display their power, you know, as quick as possible for however long. Um, They're super elastic athletes, so. Yeah, so I, I just don't, and obviously I get, you know, the rate of force development and just general strength um, that the deadlift gives, but I don't, I don't deadlift anybody just because, mainly because it's slow. Mm-hmm. And that's really my only justification for not using a deadlift that often. I do use it, obviously, um, but for probably 98% of the athletes I train, um, 90% of the year, we don't deadlift and i'm yeah. sure i'm gonna get like 
destroyed on Twitter <laughs> when everybody hears it. I'm like, oh, he's a devil worshiper or something like that. Like, nah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they do that over what kind of t-shirt people wear so okay yeah it's, it's weird it's weird i uh i 100 prefer the hex bar anyway when i'm deadlifting yeah. and having athletes deadlift just because it puts them in a way better position either absolutely. way absolutely and in my opinion athletes outside of power lifters and olympic weightlifters aren't meant to conventional deadlift anyway with barbells yeah. like it does yeah, nothing. it's really weird i it's would rather really use like a hip thrust or a hamstring curl something sure. like that there's other absolutely. ways that i can especially when you're saying you're talking about elastic athletes, they're getting a lot of that from sprinting as well. So. Right. And I, I, I guess the posterior chain argument kind of works for why people use a conventional deadlift, mm-hmm. like just throw them in a GHD and have them do some, some, some curls and that'll do the job with just their body weight. Yeah. Their I mean, it doesn't work with a lot of athletes. So just yeah, find yeah. something that does. And the risk to award reward is is super high just because you can you know regardless of how strong your back and glutes get like there's always the potential for a very severe injury when you're deadlifting and I just I just don't yeah. think it's worth it in my opinion yeah I mean totally yeah but not to totally get off subject no, I, that's one of those things though where somebody would say well you have to deadlift or else you're like gonna be a bad athlete and it's also right. like it's not that serious. Like it's not that strict. That's not, there are actually no rules that say you have to front yeah. squat versus back squat. You have to this versus that. No, it depends on, it's so variable because every human, every athlete is variable and their situation Absolutely. is variable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. One of my favorite ones that I hear though is about conditioning <laughs> and <Yeah>. it's, uh, <laughs> it's two-sided. One is that if we're slow, we need to condition more. And the other one is the conditioning. It's is one of the hardest things to train. Whereas I can get an athlete in condition between three to six weeks, maximum six weeks, like three to five as a general rule. Whereas it takes years for somebody to get strong years for somebody to get fast years for somebody to get elastic. So we need to spend less time conditioning and more time sprinting and lifting and playing the sport. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, a great example using myself would be, um, and I actually just put this up on Twitter a couple of weeks ago, I guess. Um, in my senior year in college, or the summer before my senior year in college, and I was never like the greatest athlete. I was decent. I was good enough to get to a, you know, a college to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, so the summer before my senior year in college, um, I didn't work out. I worked out one and a half times. Um, <laughs> specifically the half <laughs> yeah li- literally and it might not even have been a half but um, like what happened, <laughs> I did the warm up I was like nah I'm good <laughs> yeah it, it might have been but um, we always had a conditioning test um, like I'm sure you have and other, other oh, yeah. athletes and coaches have had a conditioning test when we returned um, for training camp and all that and it was always terrible um, so I think my senior year we did the 300 yard shuttle um, and we did it I know a lot of people do it I think what 60 and back or something like that I don't know um we did 25 and back we had to do 25 and back my math might be off six times mm-hmm. oh that change of direction is fun yeah, yeah yeah um we only did it twice but it was, it was fairly difficult it wasn't the hardest run test we ever had but regardless um you know they gave us a little summer workout program that we're supposed to do when we're at home um but that summer I actually worked landscaping um 
Yeah. So I went to the first time I went to the gym, I went to the gym and I think I had like hang power cleans or something like that. Did the warm up. I was just got off work at like four thirty. Went to the so you gym. You were dead. Yeah, I had nothing left. So I did like the first hang power clean. I got a cramp in my forearm. I was like, yeah, this is gonna work. So it might be right might be right on with the with the eight minutes because <laughs> it ended right there. Um so I just went home and then probably like a month later. Uh, I went to, we have turf fields over by my old high school. Um, so I went over there just to see how out of shape I was. Uh, Cause I knew I hadn't worked out at all. That's probably summer. not out of shape at all. Right. I wasn't, <laughs> that was the funny part. Um, like I was like, I did, I think I did one of the, one of the sets for the run test. And I had like, I had like 10 seconds left on the, on the time. I was like, Oh, well this is, ah, what do I need to work out for? Um, and this isn't by any means like, a call to action to tell college kids to stop working out over the summer at all. I'm just saying for me personally, if you're doing landscaping, you might be okay. Um, <laughs> it does mean get off your computer and go. Yeah. Outside. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, That's I the call to action. You, yeah. Coach green is not telling you to stop working out. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, but then I got to school, did the run test, passed it with really, obviously I was breathing hard, but it wasn't like a serious struggle. Um, and that was actually probably the best shape I've been in for all four and a half years of college playing. Um, and it was, it was just an interesting thing. So the whole conditioning piece, uh, it's, uh, unless you're, unless you're like a cross country athlete, mm -hmm. like you don't really need to condition that much. Um, the practice or the practice that you have, um, and the workouts you have leading up to that, you know, obviously probably the first game or two you might be a little winded and this is me speaking from a, a football perspective I guess um you might be a little winded the first game or two but after that once you continue to practice and you know get back in the flow of things you'll be fine like you don't yeah. you don't need the we can kill gassers unless it's like <laughs> <laughs> those nasty ass finishers <laughs> yeah like it's it's not necessary um every once yeah, but, in a while but, but it's your cool. practice is your conditioning basically yeah absolutely because that's what in my mind the the definition of conditioning is preparing you for the activity you're going to do yeah so if you're not going to be running gassers during the game or a 300 yard shuttle then what's the point of doing that Ooh, the next time break. i hear the next time i hear we don't have a barbell <laughs> on the field i'm gonna say yeah and you don't have them nasty ass 50 meter sprint gassers either exactly so i don't want to hear exactly. no shit from you you running suicides during the fucking penalty <laughs> yeah, kicks no bye yeah. <laughs> um so i actually had this conversation with the kids i trained yesterday um and we've had a few times before with a couple other guys that we don't we don't condition at the school we do mm -hmm. well that's not true we condition, but we do it before practice, and mm -hmm. it takes maybe five minutes. Yeah, like, we're not exactly. out there, like, trying to see people throwing Drop. up. And, <laughs> yeah, like, we don't – first of all, we have very limited numbers, so we can't afford to lose anybody. Yeah. So we do our conditioning before practice, then we practice, and then we go home, and that's yeah. it. Um, I know a lot of people, especially when I was growing up, um, and I'm not that old, but <laughs> – and, and I'm sure kid. Uh, coaches and teams still do it, but they, you know, get through practice and then they condition after um, to prepare them for the fourth quarter, apparently. Yeah, the goal is homicide, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no excuse for that. <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Because one, nobody's running that much at all 
during a football game yeah. or a soccer game, I would imagine. Or at um, that intensity or with that better right. form because they're all tired as hell. Like, right, exactly. Um, and if they are that tired, you're probably going to pull them off of the field and put somebody yeah. else in that has a little more juice left. Um, so conditioning to me is – I don't think it's – I don't think it's – unnecessary per se i just think it's misinterpreted um if that's a better term uh just just because i think conditioning over the years has just gotten a really bad uh definition um yeah or just the wrong definition uh just just because they're on what we're talking about ever like as a speed is it fatigue is it murder is it like what are we talking about Right, right. What perp? What demand are you trying to meet with this by training this? Yeah, um, and I think I, I was doing. Uh, I did sprint timber with uh, Coach oh, yeah. Mike Tucker, and I, I really appreciated how he had the little the lessons every week where he mm-hmm. explained um, how speed works and everything like that. Um, and I like how he was saying, you know, the faster you can get, or the faster, the higher you can raise your speed ceiling, essentially. Um, the more room you have off have before you really fall off of the, Absolutely. of the speed wagon. Um, yeah. So I think if, if we look at conditioning in that way, like most sports, you either need to be the fastest or the most powerful. Yeah. It's really, it's really only two sports where you need to be the best in shape. Um, yeah. And that being just cross country or just long distance running It's really yeah. nothing else where you need to really go for, you know, a minute and a half or however long it takes to get across the field six but times. Basically every sport is who gets there first. Which yeah, exactly. Is speed. <laughs> who gets there first and who can hit somebody the hardest or kick the ball the best with the most accuracy. Yeah. Um, that's who's going to win. Right. Yeah. Nobody is really out there super gas. And it's a, it kind of goes back to the quote, um, leave it all on the field, which I never yeah. understood. I've never been that tired where I was like, oh, God, it's, it's nothing <laughs> left in me. Take me now. Because you like, play football. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Um, but you it, think it never they, really, they, like. Would they say the same thing at the NBA final from last week? You think LeBron was like, yeah, I didn't leave it out there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And like, even the picture of, like, Jimmy Butler, like, he was gassed, but he still finished the game. Yeah. Um, he was hobbling a little bit, but he- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's also older. He's not yeah. like a 17-year-old a kid in high school um, yeah. who's still <laughs> developing physically and mentally. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I would expect, like, and the more elite you get, obviously you can, you know, tailor your conditioning to, to whatever the, the needs of your sport are. But just full conditioning – Another example, I have a, a volleyball athlete um, who, who's in college, and she told me about her conditioning test, which, again, it doesn't make – I haven't been to that many volleyball games in my life, but based <laughs> off of what I've seen, like, it's not a whole lot of running going on. Nah. <laughs> so I, I don't really understand, and I – I don't Not know really everything. an aerobic sport, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know everything about sports and athletics and biomechanics or whatever. But enough to know she's not a marathoner, so. Yeah, I've seen her play volleyball, and she might have taken, like, six steps within a six-foot square box imaginary <laughs> line around her. So, like, she's not running at yeah. all. And that's not to say she's not, like, getting up closer to that aerobic threshold 
it probably isn't even aerobic threshold, but um, she's she's not <laughs> like she told me she they did they did some kind of like beep test or something like this, something like that, and uh, she texted me the next day and said she did like a hundred and seventeen. I was like a hundred and seventeen what? <laughs> <laughs> right and why yeah. what is the and she reason said and she said she still failed i was like are you you did 117 down and back or whatever it was and you still failed your conditioning test are you a better I, volleyball player though right why are we expecting <laughs> non-running sports to run <laughs> <laughs> like yeah so I, I just when i train her like she sprints and we don't go any further than maybe 20 yards max mm -hmm. Yeah. Like just to just to increase her speed, to increase her her rate of force development and all that, all those science words that nobody cares about. Um, just get that as high as possible, and then just let her. Because she's a really good volleyball player, and she's actually I think she's the shortest one on her team. Um, she's taller than me, but whatever. <laughs> um, That's saying something about you and her. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I can still jump higher than her, so whatever. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, yeah, we, we just, you know, increase the power, increase the speed, yeah. whatever happens at, after that, just play volleyball, like your own scholarship, just do your thing, do, yeah. do what it is that got you there in the first place, just do it better. Which isn't being extremely conditioned. It's not, like, not at all, <laughs> not at all, and she, and she has uh, exercise induced asthma, which further, like, why are we doing this? Is another why? no. Like, just leave it alone go it's even like when my when my soccer players have to go run 5ks and it's like for what reason <laughs> why why should we do slow steady paced why are they doing slow steady paced yeah. for any reason right and, i'd love to do like, repeated sprint sprint ability though can we yeah do that for sure for sure we might we might do one um one conditioning day a month yeah. Um, at my private private facility and at the public school, just because we don't the I don't train any long distance athletes, don't train any cross country kids. I have I have track kids, but they're either sprinters or throwers, mm. um, or they jumpers. They don't need to run distance. Yeah, like we're you're doing more harm than good in the long run if you really? you know continue with that trend. So maybe one one slow low tempo day, like we had one yesterday. It was it was a low CNS day. Um, I only mm -hmm. had one kid come in, which was fine. It was just a minute on, two minutes off. Just really low. Like, he did skips for a minute for three sets. Like, just easy skips. Nothing yeah. serious. I didn't need him to get there fast. Just focus on not hurting yourself and mm -hmm. keep going. That's that's it. Um, that was the first time we've done anything like that since last month, just because nice. it's, it's not necessary for the sports they play. I like that. That's a good idea. One conditioning day. I know nobody's going to ever show up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like not, it's just yeah, going to yeah. be a surprise conditioning day. Right. <laughs> no yeah, you you kind of got, kind of got caught slipping yesterday. <laughs> yeah. He's the youngest one I have, so he can't drive himself. So his mom just dropped him. I'm like, ah, here you are. Get out of the car. Yeah. And that was it. So he really had no choice. But he, he And you fine. can't, you cannot just drive away. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But he hung in there. He hung in there. Sounds like a like a killer. A little bit. It it got there. We finished with the reverse bear crawls, which nobody <laughs> likes. I, all my athletes complain about that. I love reverse yeah. bear crawls. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> I actually like them better than regular bear crawls, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's because I have short arms. So <laughs> that push. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Short yeah. arms and a terrible shoulders. There we go. 
See, the push is easier than the pull for me as well. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Um, the last one that really bugs me is people who knock on rest days and think that when you rest, you're getting worse or like, while wow, you rest, your enemy works uh, or yeah. whatever. And it's like, <clears throat> that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you're constantly working, you're going to crash. And that's how right. burnout happens and overtraining happens. And that's why we as coaches like structure things and manage load and manage volume and intensity and frequency and things like that. So what would you say to athletes who feel like, I'm going to get this percent worse if I go on vacation or if I yeah. take two days off in a row, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was, you know, I was in the same boat being a, a former football player. Um, you know, people might say it's a stereotype, but football players aren't the brightest. I can admit that. But um, <laughs> I, I was a, a faithful member of the, the grind don't stop no days off movement back in the, the mid 2010 era. Um, so it, for me, it was like, I, I felt the same way. Um, you know, if I'm not doing something physical to, to beat on my craft per se, um, you know, the, the next person or the opponent or whoever, they're, they're gonna, you know, one up me and I won't be ready, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then I found out about rest and recovery. Probably when I turned 21, <laughs> I was like, ah, can't do this anymore. Um, so I, Ooh, I really, this hurts actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When you when you get older and your your body's not as as malleable and resistant to to injury and recovery, um, you get older and you realize that you actually do need to rest. Um, which is, which is a hard thing to to impress on younger athletes, especially uh, the males, because they have you know their testosterone's out of the roof and they think they know everything. Yeah. Um, and so the I girls think, are still in that age where they're all like killing each other, trying to get it one step up. Like, <laughs> just brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a hard battle to fight for sure. But I think once, and I'll say this: if your training program is structured well enough or designed well enough, um, you'll need the rest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just because you know the the intensity that you're at and the stress you're putting on your body, um, you'll feel that you need to recover. And if you don't take the recovery days or, or the rest days or whatever, active recovery, whatever you want to call them, if you don't take those days, then you'll see a, a decrease in your performance mm -hmm. almost immediately. Um, so once you, you know, once you really get to a higher level of performance, whether that be in high school or college, um, you'll really see that the, the work you put in, if you're, if you're really putting in quality work, like a lot of kids say they are, um, every, every kid thinks they're like, you know, they're a beast or whatever they say these days. Um, yeah. But they're really they just talk. riding on that basic yeah. level of mediocre yeah, talent. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can no do hard 50, work at all. <laughs> you can do 50 <laughs> pushups in a row and that's it. Like, yeah. that's not high performance. That's just, you know, you got decent upper body strength. And not even decent, really. It's like basic boot camp shit. That's not gonna take you to get <laughs> right. One. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they they all you know they have these personas about themselves. Um, not all, I don't want to say all of them because some are on the other end of the spectrum where they don't have that um, ego drive, I guess you could say. Um, but speaking on the ones that do, they think you know they can just go all day every day 24 7 get the the extra work in that we talked about before um 
and then you know the, the their season comes around. I see it a lot with football players. Uh, they they work so hard in the summer, and then once the and season they tap comes around, fall comes, yeah, 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 and then then the injuries start to roll in, and and let's say their their team's doing well, they get to the playoffs and they just fall all the way off, and you know their coaches you know don't really know what to do, and at that point there's nothing you can do. Um, yeah. So, so definitely taking the the rest days as they come. Like, especially if you're, if you're, because we when we were in spring, um, at school we train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So they have Wednesday off and then Saturday and Sunday off. Um, we still tell them to do a little bit on Saturday, but it's, we tell them like, you know, do some push-ups or stretch. We don't yeah. tell them to go out and, you know, run ten hills and play seven on seven. Like have a low um, CNS day, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because they only get the one day in the middle of the week, um, and I, I like the thing I structure the training program well enough where they are able to, and obviously based off the the numbers and lack of injuries over the years that we've had, um, you know, I I do believe the the training we do with the rest we give them, um, they are benefiting from it. Because uh, I, I know when I when I first got to the school, I was you know fresh out of college busted in the door guns blazing i was like all right we're gonna die today <laughs> and then we're gonna come back again tomorrow and die again um every single terrible. day yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly um it, it, we didn't have just because yeah again they were younger kids um they were in high school um so they were still fairly malleable they had you know enough energy to kind of get them through but yeah. they weren't really improving which is you know that's the whole point of of being in the weight room is to, to improve your performance. Um, so they weren't really improving. They were getting, you know, a little bit stronger just because they were young teenage boys. Beginners. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to, I could have just came in there and have them do push-ups and <laughs> bodyweight squats and they would have got better. Um, but I think now the, the better I understand how to progress, not only the training piece of it, but also um, the rest uh, because I, I do believe there is a progression that we have to have um, with rest. It can't just be like, we're going to take the day off and you can sit at home and eat Cheez-Its. Um, <laughs> no, that's not good. Some point. The week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it has to be a, a progression also with the rest um, as far as what you're doing on those rest days to to complement the the training days that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So as we close out, what would you tell – young athletes who are just like inundated with information on Instagram and like just don't know what to do with all this stuff, but yeah. they do have a coach. What, I'm going to answer your question, but I do have one more. All right, one go more. For it. So this whole idea that anything that has a swoosh three stripes or that weird <laughs> triangle thing yeah. is a, is a training shoe is completely bogus. Like I can't <laughs> tell you how many, and I, I got to the point now where I started um like we have a whole block where we do everything with our shoes off training mm -hmm. um but now we've gotten to the point where like if you're wearing like some nike roshis or however you say them like <laughs> if you're wearing those like just take them off and we're gonna figure out what to do with you um <laughs> yeah nike I've, everything made by nike or adidas or reebok isn't a training shoe your feet will be destroyed in a couple weeks um or you're gonna blow your ankle out um and your feet are super important so let's put something on them or not that will actually help everything above that.
wanted to say preferably barefoot, but please don't yeah. come into my house in Jordans and expect that you're going to go squat. <laughs> I hate it <laughs> like, so much. I hate like, it. Like, I've had, I mean, vans are okay, I guess, because they're close to Converse's, mm-hmm. um, but I would still prefer you not. Yeah. I just, just don't. And that kind of, uh, I guess, it can kind of lead into your, your last question. Um, you know, if you had questions about whether it be your training shoes or whatever training information you're trying to to implement into your into your daily regimen or or whatever or your lifestyle um just reach out and ask um a you know, competent I'll, person <laughs> yeah 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 ask, ask somebody that has some credentials don't just ask you know the guy with all the all the foot ladder videos um you know what you should do for your performance not to say those guys aren't knowledgeable but there are people that do more than just quick feet stuff um there are people that actually put time into a full training program and philosophy um and and that you know they study and keep themselves up to date on the most recent research or or more recent research um you know just reach out to those people they're pretty easy to find this day and age kids know how to use technology better than any adult um that's true like i'm still every once in a while if i make a new powerpoint I have to ask one of the college kids, like, how do you do this? Because I just <laughs> don't know. Um, like, PowerPoint is way different than it was when I was in college, even though it's the same program. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just just reach out and ask. Do your do your Googles. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Internet is your friend. And so is, you know, YouTube University is a very real thing. Unless it's you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, then it's your worst enemy. that's that's me or our (laughs) worst enemy yeah yeah, right (laughs) yeah but um yeah just you know it never don't don't be like me ask for help Mm -hmm. um ask for help when you need it or you know kind of just also be like me and figure it out by yourself um ask where the money at (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's a great a great metaphor where's the money at i love it Where's um, the money at? And do you have your CSCS? Okay, now I can ask <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I actually don't. I'm actually working on it. I passed the uh, passed the second part of it. The um, practical? Yeah, the practical part. I was like, yeah, this is what I do every day. This exam um, is a sucker, man. Yeah, and I should have uh, I should have taken it right when I graduated college while the information was still fresh in my mind. I was like, ah, this is, it'll be fine. And I just yeah. kept putting it off and talking myself out of it. And I don't need it. I got my own business, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, it could be useful, even though obviously <laughs> it's not, you know, they call themselves the gold standard or, or I guess people call them the gold standard of strength and conditioning certifications. Um, but it definitely does have, have merit. It's a, it's a great networking opportunity and yeah. uh, things of that nature. So People just know the title. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, we live in America is the land of credentialism and sport is the world of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is for the time being, at least it is what it is. Everybody's um, like, what's your alphabet soup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. None of your it's, business. It's gross. It's yeah, gross. It's, it's rough. <laughs> Coach, thank you so, so much for sharing your brain with us and your experience. Absolutely. It was, it was a pleasure being on. I had, this was fun. And all of your information, so where people can find and follow you, will be down in the description. Remember, that's Coach with a K. Coach with a K. <laughs> Coach with a K, because his name is Kendall. <laughs> it's going to be my TV show. Coach with a K. <laughs> yep, Coach with a K.
And you guys should follow him, especially on Twitter, because he posts hilarious stuff. Especially, I love when he retweets things and then like quote quote tweets. I think is what it's called. And he just gets really petty, and I appreciate yeah. logging on to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's time. in the states and I'm in Germany, so it's usually you posted it like four hours before, so I get to like wake up to yeah, what's yeah. naughty shit that Kendall posts. Yes, it's a good time. I enjoy it thoroughly. But keep your um, keep your personality alive. Great. No doubt. I appreciate Please stay it. safe. I appreciate it. You do <laughs> the same. You do the same. Yeah, yeah. America. It's great. Oh, come to Germany. <laughs> <laughs>